Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, with Jaguar's senior writer, John Osher. All right, welcome into this week's Ozone Podcast. And, uh, you know, I say every week I'm excited about the guest because I usually am. I'm really excited about this one because I've been waiting for uh, Cam Robinson to come into the Ozone Podcast for a while. I know he doesn't love media types. He doesn't love interviews. He's a private guy. So, Cam, I appreciate you doing this very much. No, no problem. Man. Now, no problem. am I reading that right? Would you rather not see a camera ever in your life in your face? I'm just um, – it's not that I would – I would. it's not that I would rather not see it. I'm just kind of more – kind of more reserved and sure. kind of more to myself. Just like you said, it's a little bit more private. Um, I've been doing media for a long time just because it sure. kind of comes with it. Yeah. So I'm very, like, I'm used to it. I know how to do it. I'm good with it. But me personally, I just prefer to be kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, that said, I appreciate you doing this because coming in here for 10, 12 minutes, uh, it's much appreciated on my end. No, nah, no worries. Six-year veteran Cam Robinson. Yeah. It flies. Going by fast. It flies, man. Um I think about that. It's crazy because I think about it almost every day. Um, and it was so it was so weird. It was so funny because I remember being in when I was young, or like say, just for instance, like when I was in college and I was in Alabama, I used to be like, "Oh man, I'm ready! Like, come on, I'm ready for like the next step. Like, right. this is fun, but I'm ready for." The, of course, I enjoyed my time and it was fun, especially fun just playing the type of ball we played. But um, I think the older I get, now I'm just learning like just to be more in the moment, just kind of enjoy the moment more because it's just like we talked about the years fly. So. Just kind of being in the moment, kind of being where your feet are, and just kind of embracing, um, just kind of embracing where you are at the, at the at the exact moment. That's called growing up. You feel like a veteran now. I mean, do you feel like a veteran? Absolutely. Um, my body feels like it. Okay. Um, mentally, I feel like a veteran. The game is slowing down for me so much. Um, I feel like there's nothing I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, mentally and physically, both, I feel like a veteran. But when uh, talking to uh, coaches about you over the years. There's an element of you that is a big kid, mm-hmm. meaning you enjoy the game. You can see it when you're mic'd up. You can see it. Um, you know, and it's a silly question, but I've been around football players who I didn't sense loved the game. It seems like you love every minute of it. Absolutely. Um, I think that's kind of where, kind of where, like everyone has those days where you get up and it's kind of like, ah, like this may be hurting or mm-hmm. that may be hurting or mentally you got might got to get yourself going a little more. But just kind of try to lock in on big picture and how much, just like you say, how much I do genuinely enjoy playing football. Um, <clears throat> it's just it's been my it's been my love. It's been the only thing I've probably one of the few things I've loved since I just just being a kid. Mm-hmm. So like on Sundays, I genuinely have a good time playing the game. So I'm 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 always excited. Now, as a six year veteran, uh, you've seen some stuff around here. Absolutely. <laughs> um, how much are you enjoying? It feels like a corner's being turned. Mm-hmm. How um, much are you enjoying this process of sort of being a part of it as it starts to ascend? It's been it's genuinely been fun. Just coming in, um, so just having the amount of success we had in college and then coming in my first year in 2017 and mm-hmm. going immediately to the AFC Championship, it's kind of it kind of it spoils you. Right, you think that that's just what football is, but um, one thing this game and this league will do is it'll humble you quick. And it'll teach you a lot of lessons, a lot of life lessons as well. So you just kind of learn how to when you when you get though each season is its own. Like nothing carries over. Each right. season is its own season. Um, so you kind of learn to when you get these type of teams and when you get these type of seasons, you kind of learn to just um, embrace them more and you kind of just just love them more. And the, the longer you're in it, you learn to not take those for granted because 
you never know. Right. They come few and far in between. Now it's funny the way you described it, and I asked the question the same way. Uh, uh, five and eight, but it still feels like a turnaround, and it's felt like that all season in, in a way, even when you guys were struggling a little bit. What is it about this bunch, these players, that have sort of made that a season-long belief, even when it didn't look like it, if you follow me? Um, I think it's just the 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 type of guys we got in the locker room. Um, the, the the guys and the people in the front office have done a great job of just putting good people in the mm-hmm. locker room, as well as good football players, of course, but good people. So, I mean, when things when things aren't going the way you when things aren't going the way that you would like them to, or the way that you expect that they would, you got to have the type of guys that's just going to put their head down and just keep working until until you, you're able to turn the corner, until you're able to kind of get it fixed. So, um, I just think we got the right we got the right type of players in the locker room to to kind of put that into uh, fruition. When did you know or feel it was going to be different this offseason? Was it when Doug walked in? Was it, you know was there a moment? Or just the whole vibe, I guess. Um, I think definitely just the whole vibe, of course. Um, but but I I honestly didn't I honestly didn't know just because I mean honestly just the amount of stuff that sure. that, that that's going on. Um, I mean it, it's been tough, but a wait and see attitude is understandable. It, yeah, I'm um, just kind of I don't know if I like the way that sounds, but I mean that's kind of almost wait and see. I don't know if I like the way that sounds. Sure, okay. but but I mean honestly, it's kind of it's kind of some of that. Of course, you put your head down and you grind and you you do everything um, that you need to do for to preparing for the upcoming season. But you never know until you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't like the way wait and see sounds. But okay. honestly, it's probably it's a, it's honestly a little bit of that. I got you. I just meant when uh, the head coach is coming in. Right, right. Yeah. You hear great things, mm-hmm. but until it's there, until you're in it, mm-hmm. after what you've been through, it'd be perfectly logical if you're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work. Right. But I'm not going to trust it until it's there. Right, so that, right. that makes sense. Tell me about the difference between what people think they know about what you do and what they actually know about what you do. Meaning, when you hear criticism of a Cam Robinson left tackle, um, <clears throat> I love asking left tackles. I mean, about I think just is is there's a lot of people that kind of think they know the game, and I don't want to because they probably do know the game. Sure, but it's so much when it when it comes to our position is in particular just offensive line play is so much other stuff mm-hmm. that goes into it and there's so much other stuff that it consists of that people have no idea about. But I mean it's always gonna be like casuals and they probably do casually know the game, touchdown, first down, false start holding, sure. like that type of stuff. But there's only a small minute group of people that actually knows football and like actually knows the game and actually knows what they're talking about, if we're just being mm-hmm. honest. So I mean, it's always going to be that type of stuff, though. Are you better at grasping that than you were when you were a rookie? Absolutely. And you learn, and I think this honestly just comes with age, you learn not to care. Gotcha. Um, when, you're, when you're older, I mean, when you're younger, I think it's so important to you what people think about you and mm-hmm. how people feel about you. But the, I think the older you get, just the maturity, you learn to, I was, listen, I was watching this LeBron interview, and he says you got to just learn to not give. And I can't really say it, but you got to <laughs> learn to not care. You got to learn to not care what nobody thinks. Um, and that's been—I mean, I think that'll be huge. I think that's huge for any athlete, just in general. Um, just be confident in yourself, confident in your abilities, and definitely you can't worry about if they're not in the kind of like in the foxhole with you. 
the, the opinions, the, the the tweets, the whatever, whatever it is. Sure. I mean, you got to let like it, and it's 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 not easy because I think that's kind of human nature to care about what people think about you, how people feel about you. But I mean, you you genuinely have to not care. And in in the social media age, yeah, definitely, it's almost impossible. Definitely, I, like, I covered Baselli back in the day. Well, there were a couple of TV stations and a newspaper mm-hmm. who were weighing in, but he wasn't hearing it from. Yeah. the entire Twitterverse. Yeah, now so. you get everybody and everybody's somebody on Twitter. And sure. So it's just, I mean, you kind of just got to learn how to balance that, kind of learn how to deal with that. Which I feel like and once you do a good job of mastering that and kind of right. learning how to deal with that, that's so, that's when you start to, that's when your game starts to take steps um, mentally. Right, because you know that. And some Baselli told me once, and I, I think most offensive linemen live by this, you can have 65 great plays as an Absolutely. offensive lineman, and you have one bad one, and you're it's the goat. The, yeah. Yeah, it just and the opposite way for defensive end. You can dominate versa. it all day. Yeah, I always say defensive end probably is the only position you can lose like 85% of your reps <laughs> and be considered like a good player. It's wicked when you think about it, but people don't think about it. So. And I'm sure there have been games for you you feel like you played great, and then there's one play. Yeah, I mean, and what you got to learn to do is – Know that you play great. I mean, one play can't like it's football. One play cannot dictate the way that the game like has gone for an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, the good players learn how to kind of just like let their roll off their back and just kind of keep it moving. Like that's gonna happen. Right. Um, just speaking from my posi- my position is in particular. You play offensive line. The quarterback has thirty five something like that attempts. You drop back thirty times like. No one's going to be 30 for th- – I mean, or if you are 30 for 30, then those are – but if you lose a rep or if you lose, like, a pr- like it's not it's not the end of the world. Gotcha. It'll, people will probably make it try to seem like you're standing there, but it's, it's, it's fine. Is that where you're probably – I mean, from year one to now, uh, is it mentally where you're a better player or oh, is it just everywhere? absolutely. Night and day. Like, mentally it's just like – this is night and day. Okay. Um, and I would always just – just always talk to like when I was younger. Just try to talk to like older players and try to just take like little bits and pieces from like how they what they do mentally or how they mentally prepare um, just week in and week out. But mentally is is easily um, probably where my game is taking the the biggest jump because physically I've always been um, just guy given in, sure. the, in the things that I can do. But just always try to keep those skills sharp. But physically is easily where my game has grown the most. When I ask about a few guys, I mentioned Doug. What is he met around here, Peterson. Um, I think he's just brought he's brought genuine, I think, leadership, um, like a true leader of men, um, like a true true professional, and um, I think that was so that's that was that's just been huge for us, just because. Well, we've probably gotten a little older this year, but we had a, a really young team. Just mm-hmm. always have had like a really young team, so kind of kind of having someone that can just like I said lead and lead the right way and just be a um just be a leader of men, man. Just know that that's someone that you can follow and you know that that's someone who's doing it the right way. Um that's that's huge for a locker room. Trevor. Stud. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's a stud, man. Just even with I remember talking to Trent this past um the off season before this season started and we were just talking about Trev and man, it's just he asked me the same things like what you I just told him like like I don't I don't know any other way to describe him. He's a some guys you just know. He's he's one of those. He's 
Trevor's going to be real good in this league for a long time, yeah. man. He's just starting to – what's so scary and what's so fun to watch, just from my viewpoint, is just he's just now starting to, like, scratch the surface and he's mm-hmm. just now starting to tap into what he's going to be because he's going to be – when people when, – when the when the great quarterbacks in this league get mentioned, he's I think he's on his way to not trying to push too much or sure. just trying to – but I, I definitely think he's on his way to being in that conversation. As a player, and most people who listen to this – I've never played at this level, but uh, what does it mean? You're a very, very good player at a high level. Mm-hmm. But what does it do to the confidence of guys around them when you know the quarterback position the, is there? Can you describe that? It's, it's, it just brings a – to me it almost brings a sense of, like, calm to the situation. You know nothing's too – nothing's going to be too big for him. No situation's going to be too much for him. He keeps us – he keeps everyone in the huddle level-headed. We know okay. he's not – like – I mean, there's been games this year where we're down late in the fourth. We need a drive to go win the game, and he's he told us what we were going to do. We were, went right down the field and did it. It's just – And for a second-year guy, that's impressive. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, just like I said, man, I can't never – like, I can never – I can't talk about Trevor enough. Like, I'll, I'll be talking all night. So, um. Yeah, man, Trevor's just a stud, and he's 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 on his way. He's he's a great player. He's still young. He's still growing. He's still going to be growing pains, but that's that's natural. That's football. Phil Rauscher. <laughs> <laughs> I love Phil. Um, one of my favorite offensive line coaches I've ever I've ever played for. Um, I think what Phil does a really good job of. Of course, he leads us, and of course, he gives us um, boundaries of of which which way things can be done. But I think what Phil does is showing you a, a different ways to get the job done and just letting you use whichever way works best for you. Okay. Um, some some offensive line coaches I know just know around the league, it's kind of like their way or the highway. Like, you're going to do it this way or you're not. Phil's just always block them. Like, I'm going to show you how to how to be most efficient. I'm going to show you how to get your job done um, in the best way possible. But whatever works for yourself – like we're gonna sharpen those tools, and we're gonna just get you better at what you're good at, and we're just gonna just gonna mm-hmm. block them. And this is not, you know, up to discuss anybody you've played for before. Mm-hmm. But why is offensive line coaching so important? And it's co- it's important everywhere, but it seems like that position, the coach can make a huge difference. Um, I'm just wondering why. I think it's just because, I mean, it's, there's more groups than than. I think it's just because the offensive line, all five have to be on the same page. Got you. And I, I know there's more. It's probably like that with the DBs and like the safeties and the corners got to be on the same page and quarterbacks and receivers. But not to that degree, though. Yeah, right. if, like all of us, we literally make. We're almost like all five of us literally make like one person. So four, four people on the offensive line can block something perfect. And if if it's like a left, the left tackle, the left guard, like just regardless of position, one person doesn't do it right or doesn't didn't get the didn't maybe miss the call or maybe hurt the wrong direction of the play like the place it's a no-go um so I think that just knowing that all five of us have to work as one and I that's it's cliche you hear it all the time but it's there's no other way you can put it it's just it is what it is all five of us have to be on the same page and I think he just I think he does a good job of um I think he does a good job of helping us with that and also does a good job of letting the leaders in the room kind of lead the room. Mm-hmm. 
and I haven't talked to you enough to know the, uh, the answer to this, but it feels like you're in a good place in terms of football. Yeah, are you I'm as happy a, right now playing as you've been in a while? Um, honestly, that? I'm as happy as I'm. I'm and I'm always. No person is like it's always good days. That's, I don't even know if that's sure realistic. But I'm as happy as I've been in a long time playing the game of football. Um, we were talking last Saturday. I was talking with some teammates, and I was just like, "Man, it got like gets rough like that. Like the losing, the, all the losing, it wears on you, especially when you're not like when you're not used to it. You sure. didn't, you know, you you've never really. It's never really been like that for you. you can kind of start to chip away at how you feel about the game, and you kind of that's like a constant battle. You kind of just got to stay locked in on on the bigger picture and I was just talking to some guys. I remember talking to some guys last weekend and I was just telling them that this is genuinely the most fun I've had playing football in a long time. Because I'm sure you never lost in high school a whole lot, right? I mean, nah, I went to a high school I went to was pretty was pretty dominant. Right. So we we won a lot. You lost like one game at Bama probably. So. Uh, three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lost three games in college. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean then I stepped in my first year in the NFL and we were we were rolling too, so um, right. I mean, but just like I said, it's each year is individually its own year. So next year won't be the same as this year. This year wasn't the same as last year. You won't be never be able to duplicate what you get um, season in, season out. So you genuinely just got to learn to live, just be in the moment. Final thing we do on this is I call it the Ozone Five. The Ozone Five. 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 Five, five quick fun questions. Mm-hmm. Cam Robinson, what was your last binge watch? My last bench. Oh, Last Chance You on Netflix. It just came out with a new season, I think, like maybe like two two or three days ago. If y'all not familiar with the show, it's really it's really good. So, What's your all time binge watch? Favorite show? Favorite show or just Well, uh My all time favorite yeah, show is you go to when you're debating it in a locker room. My all time favorite show is uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay. Yes. Yeah, right. so I just grew up watching that. It would always come on. I just remember when I was like really young. It'll, um, Nick at Night, it'll come on Nick at Night. And say, that's rerun. Yeah. yeah, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, your pregame go-to song? Mm. It's always changing. It's, it's kind of just based on my, kind of based on my my, my mood, whatever yeah. mood I'm in. But what I've been doing lately is my music, it kind of builds up. Like when I first get in, when I'm, when I'm first getting in, it's kind of like slower vibes. And then the closer, I, because I, when I play, I'm naturally like a, Mm-hmm. Like a kind of more upbeat guy, so I think try, just kind of trying to stay as calm as I can right up until the moment. So it's it's always evolving. Gotcha. Uh, sport you would have played if you hadn't played football? Mm. Um, I always hear people. And it's probably basketball. Not saying that I could have always people. I could have won the NBA. I think that's disrespectful. I honestly think it's disrespectful because you're the I don't only guy people, in that locker room who thinks he can't play in the NBA. I don't think people realize. <laughs> Now, I got a couple. I got. I know a couple. I got some friends that play in the NBA, and man, they are like you. Just go watch NBA players just like shoot around the gym. They don't miss. It's right. It's different. They don't miss shots. Like yeah. period. So it's always football guys. I could have went play. No, you couldn't. <laughs> but um, but yeah, probably basketball. You're a huge NBA. Fan, that's the sport. Right? Yeah, that's the sport. Yeah. I I honestly probably love basketball. Just watching. I probably love watching basketball just as much as I love watching football. That leads to my next question. All time starting five. Basketball? Yeah, who you take? <laughs> All right, I always think about this too. I, I would go, I would go Steph at point guard. Old people, Magic. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go <laughs> Steph at point guard. Um, I go Jordan at the two, Kobe at the three, Brian at the four, Shaq at the five. Okay. Shaq over Kareem, huh? 
I don't think I'm gonna lose too many games. Shaq was just so dominant. Yeah, that's true. Uh, who's the person most responsible for you being in the NFL? The person most. I mean, probably just my mom. Okay. Um, I mean, I always grew up just kind of loving the game, loving being around the game, but it's kind of like, I don't know, I think it's just like where I'm from. I'm from Louisiana, it's football country, so you, the little boys grow up playing football, and it's just kind of like what we do. And um, so I always have loved the game, but it's just probably just probably my mom, gotcha. honestly. Cam Robinson, I was looking forward to this. You did not disappoint. Fantastic job, and I appreciate you joining the Ozone Podcast. All right, thank you.